Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know, if you're not aware, that I host an annual women's conference. The annual She Rises Women's Conference is coming up literally right around the corner on May 13th and the 14th. If you want to join us, tickets are still available and you can find that information uh, in the link in the show notes. But each and every year, She Rises partners with a local faith-based organization that is making a difference in their community because we at She Rises believe that we are better together. And so we desire to come alongside faith-based organizations to help them further the love and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Over the years, we've had the honor of partnering with Caris of Minnesota, a ministry to those within the federal and state prisons, Action 169, a ministry reaching women in the commercial sex industry, Minnesota and Adult Teen Challenge, a ministry to those overcoming life-controlling substances, just to name a few. This year, She Rises is thrilled to partner with Inner City Church of Minneapolis, or ICCM, ICCM is an inner city ministry center that helps people with their basic needs and walks with them on their journey to becoming a fully developed member of the body of Christ. ICCM's goal is to equip each member to live a life free of addiction and become positive parents, role models, and productive citizens. They have a unique 4T ministry model that is designed to support, disciple, rehabilitate, and equip people for the service of other people. This year, She Rises, like we do every single year, we are inviting women who are attending the conference to join us in helping support the faith-based organization that we are partnering with. And so this invitation is for any woman that is attending the She Rises Women's Conference this year to help us support and come alongside ICCM and their efforts by donating any of the predetermined items that is available on on the link at the She Rises link in the show notes. But you can bring them throughout the weekend. You can leave them off at the welcome table. We are excited to have Pastor Monica with us this year. You'll be hearing a little bit about ICCM from her. She will have a resource table there where you'll be able to connect with her, ask any questions, and maybe even explore the possibility of partnering with her in uh, in her ministry in the future and you know maybe just signing up for their newsletter or being a part of their prayer team but some of the items that we are collecting this year are just basically everyday basic toiletry items shampoo conditioner deodorant toothpaste, soap, and small denominational amount of gift cards to Target, Walmart, and then if you're from this area, the metro area, to the to the local grocery chain, Cub Foods. And when we say small denomination amounts, we're talking about 10, 
15 or no more than $20 amount. So really small increment amounts, but these types of items, there are, they are a great way for ICCM to be able to connect with people that they are trying to reach with the love of Jesus Christ. It, it is a way for them to be able to make a connection. Um, it's an entry point for them to be able to just say, Hey, I see you. I love you. I care about you. Here's just a little something to you, which then in turn opens up an opportunity for not only them, the people that they're reaching to build trust with them, but it also begins to open up an opportunity for conversation that allows uh, Pastor Chris and Monica and their team to share the love of Jesus Christ with the people that they're trying to reach. We are asking that these items be being donated, that they would be in the regular standard size. We're not um, we're not collecting trial size or you know um, the economy size types. So that we're just looking for the regular size uh, amounts in in these basic toiletry items. So again, partner with us. Let's help them. Let's bless them. Let's be a part of what they're doing and um, just really being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ and making an impact in their community. Again, thank you so much for partnering with us, for capturing this vision and joining us in blessing them. I thank you in advance for your generosity. And now without further ado, here's my interview with Pastor Monica. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. I'm excited that you're tuning in this week. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel and I am honored to be your host again this week. If you're new to this corner of the internet, um, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. You are going to really love the guests that I have joining us this week. She is amazing. God is really doing just an incredible work through her and her husband, Chris, and just the ministry that he has entrusted to them. So I'm excited excited for you to just get to know her, hear her heart. And I'm really excited. I'm kind of jumping ahead of just a little bit, but she is going to be one of our guest speakers at She Rises mm. Women's Conference here in May. And we're going to get to that here in just a few minutes. But Monica, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about you, what the Lord has you doing nowadays, uh, where you're joining us from, and just all the things that you want us to know about you. Okay. Well, uh, I'm uh, I'm coming. I'm in Minneapolis. We're church planters, and uh, I have two grown children who haven't gave me grandchildren yet, but there's still hope. <laughs> <laughs> and what we do here is uh, we have the ICCM Life Center, and uh, it's been the main hub in Minneapolis, where we have launched seven churches in five major cities. And they're not just churches because there's so many good churches and I'm not trying to be another good church. Uh, what we're trying to do is reach people that most churches cannot. And uh, we're an urban ministry center committed to transforming impoverished people's lives through the power of Jesus Christ. We began in 93 in our living room. We bought an abandoned building, thought, hey, this is great. Invite our neighbors. We lived uh, in a bad neighborhood, and uh, we thought we'd invite all the drug dealers, drug addicts, prostitutes, and that's what happened. That's who came. And here we are 28 years later, seven churches later, and, uh, and still in Minneapolis, pastoring and uh, uh, running a nonprofit. We have, over the last, we've been here 28 years. 
we also have reached over 28,000 families in that time. And these families are coming from homelessness, addiction, abuse, uh, to having a renewed mind through the power of Jesus Christ. That's what we're about. There's a lot of programs out there. And prior to starting this ministry, I just thought God could do a way better job uh, if he was in the mix. Mm, yeah, come on. That's good. We could just like, we could have a whole separate episode just on that. I mean, when yes. we include the Lord, I mean, wow, that's where transformation takes place. And so absolutely, um, I, I love everything that you said. And I, you know, I have uh, been aware of and actually have back in the day, mm -hmm. you know, taken part in ICCM, you know, like several, several years ago. And so sure. I just, I just feel so honored to have you at She Rises this year, but before I get into that, um, you mentioned ICCM, Inner City Church of Minneapolis. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You mentioned there's several programs. Um, yes. and, and so what does it look like for you to reach these people that you have that you have shared that you are reaching? Yeah, well, we have what we call the T4 system, which is once they come in or we go out, we meet them at an outreach and that's T1, which is trauma. This is where we meet them when they're still in their mess, they're in their addiction, they're in their abuse, they're uh, being battered, uh, all, or all of the above is going on. And, and that's the first stage of it, where they come and we try to get them to keep coming, come and, uh, and just get some kind of relationship with them. That's what it's all about. We go to their houses, we meet them at an outreach, we get their names, we go to their houses, we're building relationship because we're talking about hurting people. And there seems to be an anointing on the ministry where people trust us, where they, you know, normally would not. And from there, they go to T2, which is treat where we do, we start looking at the needs that they have, like they don't have a high school education, like their children are can't read. So we have tutoring. So we do GED. We have women's groups, support groups, men's groups, support groups. We have all kinds of programs. We go to the shelters and reach out to the single moms out there, all with the purpose of bringing them in for T3, which is transformation. Mm. Uh, T3 is where what is our secret sauce, so to speak. This is our secret here, which is disciple. We disciple them. We do life skills with them. And, and a lot of the people we reach really don't have the life skills to make it in this world. And it's not even about rehab because that's, that's saying that they have something to go back to. There is no going back to. This is first time for most of them. And what happens there is they learn that they have value. Mm -hmm. They learn that they're lovable because most are so beaten, so battered by the time we get them that they really don't think that God loves them or could love them or that there's any reason for their being or there isn't a plan and a purpose. And so that's the beauty of the life skills discipleship programs is because it's not just giving information 
or sharing the word. It's a place where them and God can come together and connect. And it always seems to happen. I can't say when it'll happen. For some, it's near the beginnings. For others, it's in the middle. And for some, it's like almost as they go out the door. But something happens where them and God connect and, uh, and something beautiful happens. Uh, it, all of a sudden, all that head knowledge becomes heart knowledge. And, and they had an experience with God. And, and, I, and I think that's where the power is make providing a, a place where they can position themselves to hear from God, because where are they going to hear from God? Well, you know, there is nowhere for them to hear from God. So in these classes, they're in a great position to hear the word, hear from God, hear God's voice and come out of there knowing who they are, but also who they are in relationship to God. That's the important piece right there. Yeah. Um, um, and that's where our power comes from. That's where we end up in T4, which is trainers. They become trainers themselves. They become the leaders. They're the ones that are teaching the classes. They're the ones that are running the women's groups. They're the ones that are, are uh, uh, doing the work of the ministry. We have feeding programs every day. Uh, we go out on the street every day to feed the homeless and and our purpose isn't out, out there to feed the homeless because there's other people feeding. Our, our, our main mission is to develop that relationship, a, a point, a meeting point where we can actually sit down and talk with them and, uh, and try to get them either into treatment or into some kind of facility where they can begin to stabilize their lives and, and of course, find the Lord. Without the Lord, this is all kind of futile. Sure. Oh, that is so incredible. I, so a couple of things that I want to circle back to that mm -hmm. relationship piece, I think is so powerful. You know, I, I would imagine that, you know, the streets are hard. It, it, that's, yes. a, it's a hard life and, you know, trust isn't just given haphazardly, no. um, you know, there, and so there's that building of a relationship. And then have you found with that, that then that kind of gives you an um, like your first entry point to be able to speak into their lives and to continue to build. Yeah, absolutely. The majority of the people I reach out to are African American, so we already have that block. You know, they're coming out of Chicago. They're coming out of the projects uh, in Chicago. It's so uh, segregated that most of them never was even around a white person let alone a white person trying to get in their life, you know. Yeah. Um, God has a sense of humor because he put me in Chicago, in that neighborhood, by the Robert Taylor Projects. And, I mean, who would pick me, right? The small <laughs> white girl. Let's put her in the toughest neighborhood in America and see what happens, right? But, um, but that, that's God. God picks the Davids. He, he's, he's looking for those who are willing. And I think that's what I am. I'm yeah. just willing. I'm willing to hear his voice and, and just do the best to, to my ability to follow it. And we're blessed because we've been doing this for a minute now. And we have a street reputation. 
of being people that you can trust, being good people. And so we just continue to do the work. Now, there's some pockets of people that it took years to do this. Most, it, most don't take years. But I've been following this Native American group, this homeless group that have moved from camp to camp to camp to camp to camp. And I've been following them for two and a half years, almost three, three years. And in the beginning, they wouldn't even acknowledge that I'm standing there. You just were a nothing entity to them. You're just, you're not even there. And, uh, but now we're at the place where we can pray with them. We, we, we can talk with them. We can try to get them into treatment, but we're talking hardcore. These are hardcore, you know, and it's 20 below outside. They're outside. I, I don't know how they do it. I would last like five minutes. Okay. That would be it. That would be it for me. I'm done here. Right. But, um, not them. They just persevere through and, and, and so our hope is, and we're getting closer and closer to that place where, where we can speak into their lives or they're listening to us and, and giving us, uh, the time to speak into their lives, but it took a long, long time. Um, and, uh, but I know that God loves them and, and to him, they're worth it. Yeah. And and if they're worth it to him, then they're worth it to me. Yeah. Uh, to go after them. Yeah. Even though you got to have a strong esteem because they're rejecting you big, big. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they act like you're not even there, but uh, I guess I'm so used to it mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that that it just doesn't even play a part anymore. Because I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm there. I know what I have to do. There's so much violence in the streets today. And that's another thing the Lord has uh, used me as a peacemaker. When I, because we're out every day, I drive up on situations where people are about to fight and guns are about to be pulled. And I'm just crazy enough to jump out of the van and start speaking in tongues and start praying and uh and watch it dissipate watch it just like the parting of the red sea it is so incredible how god his spirit is so powerful and um and that's how you know god has used us over the years that's one of our target audiences are people that are in gangs and it's been that since the very beginning mm-hmm. and and things are, are, you know, it's really crazy in the streets now, probably more so than ever with with Corona going on, with the George Floyd situation happened. Just everything kind of went crazy, like lawlessness, lawlessness was ruling. And yet in the midst of that, that's what we have to work with. Um, that's, you know, that's the people that we're trying to reach because what other hope? Yeah. Is there? I mean, they're crushed. They're broken. These are broken, hurting, hurting people. And um, and and we know that Jesus works. We know that he can break the barriers of racism. He can break any kind of barrier that there is um, that people could have 
you know, I'm like a test pilot for a lot of them. Let, you know, if they can break me, then if they don't, if they can't break me, okay, well, let's see, we'll give them a chance, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, but it's amazing how many people have told me that they hated me when they met me for no reason, just hated me. And, uh, but that perseverance, that, that, that love that just keeps hitting and hitting and hitting. And, uh, it's that, uh, crazy love. Yeah. I really, I just really feel like what I'm hearing is just the heart of the Lord for, for people, for people that are, you know, just looked over and they're, they're kind of on the fringes of society and, you know, and and people just kind of pass by and, and, and yet he has helped you give, given his eyes, you know, giving you his eyes, his heart to be able to see people and to see them and, and just be an expression of his heart to these people that you said, yeah, I mean, are so broken, they're hurting. And, you know, I think to be able to, see beyond what they're doing right now, their circumstances right now, you know, that you're able to, to be able to see them and the potential that is, that is lying on the inside of them. So powerful. So much potential. When once they can know that God loves them and they can love themselves, they can uh, forgive themselves. Oh my gosh, these people are incredible. Incredible. There's no limits to what they can do. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we've seen great things come out of the ministry, great people, people running nonprofits, people starting new nonprofits, and it just continues. And these are people that I pulled out of crack houses. Wow. Uh, Wow. So I know where they came from. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody can know that piece or, you know, maybe know they struggle, but but I know who they were. And, it, and I know that it's so easy to justify, well, they're doing that and, you know, they're not ready or, you know, just leave them do whatever they're going to do. And, and uh, but I don't think that's how God sees it. Mm, um, right. You know, I think it's his persistent love that conquers. Yeah. And totally. uh, that unconditional love that, goes after you pursues them yeah i mean it's this love pursuing them and uh, and we've seen so many people's lives change you know before i go um move on to the next question i as i'm listening to you i am really reminded of mm-hmm. you know jesus going after you know teaching on the lost sheep and, you know, yeah. you know, and, and I think about, so the other 99, you know, they're, you know, they're kind of, well, what about us? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it's just one, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, it seems kind of reckless, you know, I mean, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and I feel like that is the heart of God that listen, that one, it matters to me, their life yeah. matters to me. And I want to bring them near. I want them to know that, that I love them and, and that I, I want to bring them near and, and I don't want them to be lost in this world. I want them to be found in me. Oh, so good. So good. And so listeners, this is really a lot of what we're going to be talking about 
um, at She Rises this year. Uh, and I'm going to get into that here uh, in a little bit, but we're, you know, we're mm. going to shine a spotlight on, on ICCM this year. We're going to just really uh, educate people and mm. um, invite women who are attending to partner with what you guys are doing and help you to, to just reach more people. And right. so stay tuned right. to, um, for more information on that, because we're going to talk about that in this episode. But what do you hear the Lord saying to you uh, as we're entering 2022? We're recording this the last week of January and right. um, here in 2022. And I know that you're a person of prayer and you seek the Lord. What do you hear the Lord saying? Well, you know, over the year, last year, I've always keep hearing the Lord saying, do not be troubled. Mm. These things must happen and that many will fall away because they take their eyes off of him and, and maybe onto their fear or, you know, or whatever can draw them away. But, but I, that's why the theme warring women is, it speaks to my heart. Because that's what we need. We need to be fighting. And um, not only does he say that to not be troubled, uh, these things must happen. But he also goes on that further down to say, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be with the son of man returning. People will be oblivious because they're lost in their comings and their goings and they're getting married and they're eating and they're drinking and and really not paying attention to the sign of the times. And, and I really feel that this is the time for us to put our battle gear on because so many people are going through so much. So many things are going on. And I really don't think this will get better. I think only we can get better, yeah. uh, you know, from the inside out, not from the outside in. Come on. And, and, we're able to walk through the fire and come out unsinged. And, you know, uh, Jeremiah talks about how can you run uh, with men on horseback when you're falling faint on foot mm. against men on foot. And to me, that's, that's what he's speaking. You know, we need to build up. We need to, to as though we were in the military, uh, be strengthening our spiritual muscles, working them out, using the word to fight. And man, that's your, that's our sword. Yeah. And, and using that to fight instead of giving in to the negative thoughts and the fears and, and all of this, we got a thing here we call catch it, check it, change it. Right? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So when we're, when thoughts come that, you know, this is not beneficial. This is not, you know, I need to catch this, check it and change it because uh, it's so important what we allow ourselves to think, because as a man thinketh, so is he. Yeah. And and, you know, I think of I think, therefore I create. So mm -hmm. what am I thinking? Am I thinking negative thoughts? Am I speaking negative things about myself? What am I creating around me? What, what am I putting out into the atmosphere? Yeah. We have some control over that. Yeah. To, you know, we have the power of life or death coming out of our mouths. And unfortunately, we 
speak a lot of death, maybe even unconsciously, but this is where the fight comes in. This is where you declare war. If it's against yourself or whoever, but against your flesh, the uh, the devil, but you got to stand up and, and declare war so that you can live your best life. Yeah. And from the inside out. Uh, instead of waiting for something to happen out here. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, come on. Because it may not happen out here. We yeah. have no idea. Who thought that the world would have stopped on a dime? Nobody thought right. that. But it did. Mm-hmm. So that shows me anything is possible. You think of the end times. Well, God, how are you? You know, be prior to COVID, how, how is this all going to work? How is this going to play out? He showed yeah. us. Yeah, I can change it in a minute. Right. You, you know, your money could be useless in a minute. Right. Stock stock market could drop. So yeah. we need to toughen up. Yeah. Yeah. We, so you had mentioned the theme is this year is Warring Woman. And yes. um, for listeners that are maybe new here, that is actually taken from Psalm 6811. And it's from the Passion Translation, but it, it says, God Almighty declares the word of the gospel with power and the warring women mm-hmm. of Zion deliver its message. And I, I just think that 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 is so powerful what you said that we you know when i when i'm listening to you i'm i'm reminded that god has not left us powerless people that we're mm-hmm. not just we don't have to be you know victims of circumstances and like we we have we have the lord we have his holy spirit he equips us he empowers us he's left us with the word and I, I love that. What, tell me again what the three C's are. So catch it. Catch it, check it, and change it. Oh, come on. Oh, I love that. I love that. So good. I'm going to put that in the show notes. That is so good. <laughs> because here's the thing. I mean, that right there tells us we are not powerless yeah. people. Like, like you can rise up on the inside of you and say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not living this way anymore. I'm not going to be entertaining that false narrative and entertaining lies. And I, I, I think that one of the biggest things that I really try to encourage people is when we decide to do that, um, we can't we can't wait for our feelings to be our motivator before we begin to rise up on the inside of us and say, no, today I'm going to start doing something different because, man, we could be waiting a long time. Some of us could be waiting our entire lives. Yeah. Uh, You know, just like speaking the word out and declaring it over your life and over your situation and your relationships and whatever it is, your health, your finances. And, you know, I always say eventually your feelings are going to catch up, but don't wait for your feelings to be your motivator. (laughs) So good. Oh, so good. So how do you feel like you personally, um, how do you feel like the Lord has stretched you in Mm. this way over the even currently, I mean, cause you said that these last two years have just been, you know, like really something none of us were really uh, expecting. Right. And so there's probably, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but probably been some stretching in your yeah. own life in this way. So tell us a little bit about that. 
well, you know, just like everybody, when it when COVID first happened and they said that the churches need to shut down, everything needs to shut down. I'm thinking, yeah, you and what army? And <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, the National Guard? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, all right. Yes. But we, I had to think and re- reposition because I'm not a quitter. I'm not the person that's going home and sit down. I'm the person that's going to do something. And that's where we started doing daily feeding for people in the community. But not only that, taking food out into the community. There was nobody on the streets except the homeless and uh, and maybe the drug addicts. And, and and it was so easy to fly from south to north. There was no traffic whatsoever. But, you know, it was. But that's one way the Lord stretched me as far as how to how to minister during this time. And um, and I would have to say that in the last year or two, my battles have increased. Yeah, I mean, everything has increased, and and I've never gone through warfare like I go through now. And I and I understand it. You know, this is this is it. It's on. You know, yeah. uh, it's just on. Uh, we don't have the luxury just to you know, do Christianese and and, yeah. and and make it through because we're not going to make it through. These are hard spiritual times um, because I really do believe, I don't know where we're at, maybe the beginning of the end, you know, I don't know on a timeline, but I do know things have increased, but our God is a big God. Yeah. And, and that's where we got to catch it. Right. And check right. it. Right bringing every thought down into captivity yeah. um, before it takes root in us. And yeah. 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 I echo that, you know, I'm not a young green bean in my faith, you know, like you, we've sure. been serving the Lord for yes. many, many years now. We've walked through many hardships and difficulties, but I echo that in what you said, the spiritual warfare is like, Wow. Yeah. And, you know, it's just for my own self, you know, I really believe that the Lord does a work in you before he does a work through you. And so, you know, just even thinking about, you know, just warring woman and, and just, you know, really kind of contending for the, in the faith and, and just really standing on God's promises and the attacks have been just like, wow. Um, And just from every single direction, but yeah, you're so right. I mean, it, when we have to be able to come to a place where we recognize and we're able to call it what it is, you know, and to, and to say, I am going to suit up because God has given me the full armor of God, not just a piece of it, but he's given me the full armor of God and, and, you know, to pick up our swords and, you know, to, to lay down our stones and stop throwing stones at one another. And instead (laughs) pick up our swords and link arms and let's do this together. Um, It's it's so powerful when we can do that really, really good. Especially Um, women. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. I mean, I think that 
there's another episode right there. Yeah, exactly. I think that, I, I think that um, again, just being honest, just the pettiness with women is so nauseating and just, we don't have time for competition and, you right. know, that kind of thing. I, I think that we're, you know, we, we've said so many times, or we've heard it said that we're better together, but as women, right. we're not so great at walking that out. Right. And, right. Yeah. We just don't have time for that. I mean, it's, we're living in, in times that are, we really need to lean into this and stop with the pettiness. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. You, you hit something there really good there. Um, So thinking about the clarion call that, um, you know, we know the Lord has, has just sounded off, especially, you know, for people of faith, but we're talking about, she rises here. And so with women, you know, the, the daughters of the King of Kings yes. with your eyes of faith, um, what do you see as the outcome? If, if women can not only have, you know, just their senses in the spirit sharpened, yes. you know, not yes. a dullness of hearing, but we hear like, Lord, we hear you calling us to, to come up higher. Holy spirit, yes. we see you leading. Okay. So now I want to respond to that because you're worthy of my obedient. Yes. And so with your eyes of faith, what is, what do you see as the outcome of that? Well, most definitely women need to position themselves so that they are in a place to hear the Lord, to get a fresh word, to grow. But women coming together is iron sharpening iron. And if we don't put ourselves in that situation, then, you know, we become dull. And the last thing we want is to be a dull blade. You know, yeah. we, we need to keep it. Uh, sharp. And just like you said, in the past, you know, things have increased. So I know for other people, things also have increased. And, and they need to come together so that they can see that they're not alone, number one, and that we let other people sharpen us so that we can grow so that we can be strong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know about you, but I just can't, I can't handle all the fluff stuff. I just, I, I just, I just, it's not how I'm wired. And I'm I not wired. Um, <laughs> um, I think that it's because I have been through so much in my life and, you know, just coming to faith in my early twenties. And even though that's young by you know, age wise, you know, consider age that's young, but man, I had lived a lot of life by then. And it is the word of God and it is being discipled. And like you said, positioning myself in Bible studies and churches and, um, you know, surrounding myself with, with women who were a little bit uh, further along than me that, um, that I could glean and, and learn. And uh, so I, I think that if someone was wanting to kind of give me more like fluff type messages, I don't, yeah. I don't believe that it would have transformed my life. And I, no. I needed the word of God. And, and so I, yeah, i just feel really strongly about that, that, that the, that that message doesn't serve us. 
the best. Right. So we, we need the word <laughs> because the yes. truth sets us free, right? It's yes. the truth. It's the truth. And, and so we, you know, we've seen the spirit of fear um, gripping people. We've kind of touched on that a little bit here already over the last couple of years. Um, how do you, and I, I, I know that we've kind of already started talking about this, but yeah. how do you, how do you think that we stay emboldened in our faith? Well, I think by a, a lot of the things we've talked about, and and one is definitely by putting on the armor of God and and putting on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. We can't stand up in our own righteousness. Yeah, uh, we will be knocked down so fast. Yeah, uh, putting up the shield, you know, which is sort of like catching it, you know, just uh, not letting it hit you catch it before it takes root and uh, and of course that sword yeah it's it's on it's god's word that transforms it's it's his word is powerful it's alive it it it, it, it changes us and as we absorb it as we learn to walk in it you know it's not about just memorizing scripture it's about okay let me walk in this come on how do i how do i walk in this how do i become a living epistle how do i take what they're talking about and demonstrate it in my walk yeah and, uh, well i don't think you can help but be on fire yeah lit lit up for the lord yeah. passionate you know yeah uh, i have to be passionate yeah. I, I can't do it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Amen, sister. <laughs> um, I, someone said to me recently, one thing I've noticed about you is you don't do a whole lot of chit chat. You just like get right to it. <laughs> it's just kind of how I roll. I, yeah, I, I think just, we're very similar in yes. many ways. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think that's why I wanted to do this conference with you because I saw like-minded, like spirit, no frills. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I'm not interested in that. <laughs> get, get to the point. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've already mentioned a couple of different times that we are so honored that you are going to be one of the speakers at She Rises this year. So, so excited about that. Yes. Why, why would you encourage women to set this time aside and be intentional about joining us this year? Oh, I think it's going to be powerful with you, Karen Hagen, myself. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna walk away completely different women. You know, the, our all our hope is always to leave better than how we came. Yeah. But I I think this is gonna be even better than better. Eye opening. Uh, it's just gonna be a great time of of hearing the Lord and 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 letting Him speak to our hearts. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. I keep hearing from people that, you know, like my advisory team, my prayer team, that yes. they really feel just deeply impressed in their hearts that God is doing something new and powerful yes. this year. And I am so excited because that also resonates what I feel like he's been speaking to my heart as well. Um, not right. that he didn't move powerfully and transform uh, lives in the past, yes. um, but there's just something 
something different, is different. Yeah. yeah something's yeah. different uh and so Every year, She Rises partners with a faith-based organization, um, you know, making a difference in their community. Yes. Uh, you know, in the past, we've we've partnered with ministries that bring the redeeming love of Jesus uh, into the federal and state prison setting, something that I'm right. just super passionate about and been involved with for numerous of years myself. Um, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, um, we've, you know, partnered with organizations that are right. um, on the front lines of, of anti-sex trafficking efforts. And yes. so those are just to name a few, but we are so excited to this year, She Rises to place a spotlight, like I said, at the beginning of our time here together on ICCM. Really, yes. really excited. We love what you guys are doing. We believe in what you're doing and we, we just believe in the message that you're carrying and we want to do everything that we can to champion you forward in the things Thank that God you. has called you to do. And so with that, you know, the, how it works, uh, if you're new here listening to, to this episode and um, you're, you know, thinking about coming out and joining us, what we do is I communicate with that faith-based organization, the person that you know, knows all the information. What is it that you need right now? Um, what What are the needs? What are you looking for? So we have predetermined items because we want we want to use our resources in the best way that we can, and we want to right. give what is needed. And so those predetermined items are then that information is passed on to the women who are attending, yes. and they're invited to bring those items to to the conference and those items can be donated throughout the weekend. It's not just a specific time, but it's throughout the weekend. You can just, you know, hand that off to the ladies at the welcome table. So with that, what are some, um, some items that you, that you are looking for this year? Uh, Items that we're looking for this year are because we're always out on the street dealing with uh, homeless. And so, we can always use shampoo, conditioner, deodorant, things like that of that nature. But we can also use gift cards. We use a lot of gift cards in, in our outreaches and, and just to uh, promote what we're doing. And, and so uh, blankets, uh, things like that, anything in those kind of categories, really anything <laughs> would be used. Okay. Okay. Uh, so just a couple of questions, because I, I know that women will reach out and they'll have these questions. I've been doing this long enough to know, like, they just want to make sure that they're bringing the right thing. And so when you say gift cards, is there a place in, in particular, uh, you know, we're in, we're in central Minnesota and women are coming from all four directions. So some people coming might not be familiar with this area. And so gift cards, is there a a particular place that, that seems to uh, help you make a better connection? Target is one of the places and uh, Cub Food is another that helps us. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And this information, uh, Mm. listeners will be on my website. You can click the link in, in the show notes as well. Uh, And then would you say any denomination amount? I mean, do you have a suggestion there? As far as the uh, gift card? Yeah. Uh, 10, 15, 20. Okay. 
And then uh, you mentioned shampoo, conditioner, deodorants, that type of thing. Um, yes. Are we talking like, like full size? Are you, are you talking like travel size? Full size. Full. Okay. Yep. And then blankets. And so is that just like kind of throw type blankets? Yeah. Cover blankets, just something that can keep somebody warm. Sure. Wow. Okay. Okay. So those are some really great ideas and I'll be sure to pass that along. And and again, we'll have that on, on the website and you can, like I said, uh, ladies donate throughout the weekend um, and just bring those to the welcome table. And so uh, just as I'm wrapping up here, you know, you're, you're going to be speaking, you're going to be um, joining me on a couple of different panels over the weekend. And so in the afternoon on Saturday, you'll be speaking on Saturday. Uh, One of the panels will be with uh, myself and Karen. And then I also want to do just a panel with you to talk a little bit further in depth about ICCM and, and just really help women to connect with you and to connect with ICCM and not to just, you know, not just over the weekend, but, um, you know, just even going forward, um, you know, maybe partnering with you in, in some way. Uh, and so until then, where can, where can people find more information about ICCM? Okay. You can uh, go to our website, which is www.changingourcity.org. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a fantastic website. It's full of, I mean, it's, it's just really, really user-friendly. I don't know who put that together for you, mm-hmm. but it's a great website full of great information, user-friendly. Be sure to check that out. That link is also in, in the show notes. And then I know that for the, for those that really enjoy social media, ICCM is also on Facebook and Instagram, correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. You are, I know that there's so much more in you and I felt like I I just could have sat and talked to you like all day long. I mean, you just, (laughs) you're just, yeah, you, you are so passionate about reaching people and I'm excited Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm really excited uh, to have you with us. It's going to be good. I am too, Um, Susan. Yeah. Um, So ladies, thank you so much for tuning in. And I say this each and every time, but I genuinely mean it. I, I just really believe that the Lord would want you to know that he sees you that he hears you, he has you on his radar and that he could never love you any more than he does right now Mm -hmm. at this very moment. You matter and your life matters. We love you and um, Mm -hmm. we hope that you stay well, have a great rest of your week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in 
Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.